Well, according to our next guest, all this talk about a vaccine for COVID-19 has certainly increased awareness that there are vaccines for other diseases too. So more of us are likely to roll up our sleeves for, for example, the influenza vaccine. Are we ready for the increase in need and want? With the details, we're joined this morning by Professor and Chair in Patient Health Management at the University of Alberta's Faculty of Pharmacy and Pharmaceutical Sciences, Scott Simpson. Hi, Scott. Hi, and thank you for the invite. Thank you for joining. You must have a very large business card with all that on there. But most (laughs) importantly, it allows you to talk to us about vaccines. And I mean, are we in the the right space for a greater need for flu vaccines, for example? Um, I believe so. One of the things that uh, the vaccine is, is going to help with is lower the risk of getting influenza this season. And that's important, especially in the pandemic when... Uh, we're at such a high risk of getting COVID-19. And so any other chronic diseases or infectious diseases that we have certainly increases the risk of uh, of getting a, a severe infection with COVID-19. Let's talk about it for some kind of a base here. How many Albertans generally get their flu shot? Do we have a percentage? Uh, it's about 30% of Albertans get uh, the influenza vaccine each year. Uh, but it does depend on... Uh, age group and uh, background comorbidities or chronic diseases. Okay, so we want to bring that up an, an extra 20%. We'd, we'd like to see 50%, is that correct? Well, actually, um, the Public Health Agency of Canada has set a target of 80% wow. uh, for people. Yeah, so it's, it's really quite high, uh, but it is something that we try to aim for every year. Uh, certainly, the more people that get vaccinated, the, the better, uh, because it does decrease the risk of an infection that decreases the spread of, of the infection every year. So are we as humans just more able to accept that, a, you know, a vaccine is a good idea the more we hear about it? For example, all this talk about a, a COVID vaccine, but as we ramp up the influenza campaign as well, does it does it really kind of convince us that maybe we should, you know, as we hear more and more information, does it convince us that we really need to do it and, and get on board with it? Yeah, I think I think the education, if you if you want to call it that, of of COVID nineteen is is certainly raising the awareness of other infections like influenza, uh, pneumococcal disease, other uh, infections that can be prevented uh, using vaccines. So I think some of the things that we're learning about with uh, social distancing, et cetera, is certainly uh, making us more aware of this and making us more, uh, I guess, interested in taking on uh, a vaccine. What about those people who say, you know what, we are socially distancing, we're wearing masks, we're using a lot of hand sanitizer. Maybe I don't need the shot because uh, what I'm doing to protect from COVID will protect from the flu. What do you say to those folks? I'd say that's a, that's a good, good thought. Like the, the things that we're doing to prevent the spread of COVID-19, which is you know, social distancing, washing our hands, staying home when we're uh, feeling ill, uh, you know, sanitizing common touch points, those sorts of things. It not only reduces the spread of COVID-19, but it also reduces the spread of uh, other infections like influenza. So, I mean, it, vaccination is one of those prevention strategies, but these other things that we're doing for COVID-19 will help uh, with other infections as well. I would think that, you know, being aware of any illnesses or chronic illnesses you have or seniors in your world and, and you know, knowing that the, the vaccine will help you if you have any underlying issues that also might be a benefit moving forward 
Yes. Okay. Yeah, like um, uh, generally people over 65 are at high risk of, of various uh, infections. Um, we've seen with data from across Canada that about 70% of those people will get vaccinated for influenza, um, but any increase in the vaccination rate will help them. Uh, people with diabetes, with hypertension, lung problems, all are at high risk of, of getting these uh, these types of infections because they, they do affect the lungs, they do affect our immune system. Uh, so if we can increase the vaccination rate in those folks as well, uh, it's an important health prevention strategy. Aside from those with comorbidities, uh, the flu can be serious business, maybe has been overshadowed by COVID-19, but um, we don't exactly know what uh, strain uh, will uh, bring or if it'll uh, mutate, if you will, over the next year or so. So if we can talk about how serious a flu can be. Uh, well, the flu can can range from just mild upper respiratory symptoms, uh, you know, high fever, cough, uh, those sorts of things, to being uh, requiring hospitalization. And the flu vaccine's often just a guess as to what the most common strains were in the past couple of years. Um, we do see some trends out of uh, Australia and Asia, and that helps to, to make changes to the vaccine every year. Um, it, it's just one of those things that we can do uh, to try and prevent the, the infection. Well, we know flu vaccines are available now for all Albertans free of charge. So hoping everybody gets uh, out there and rolls up their sleeve. Thanks for joining us, Scott. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. That is Scott Simpson, professor and chair at the University of Alberta's Faculty of Pharmacy and Pharmaceutical Sciences. And Andy, you and I, we got our shots yesterday and then you had the pleasure of taking your two little ones to go and get their needles yesterday. Did anyone pass out? Did anyone cry? And I'm including you in that question. I, well, you saw me crying earlier, but we're going <laughs> to leave that behind. That's uh, yesterday's news. But it's interesting because AHS, if you're going to do the five-year-olds or younger you have to. You can't go to the regular pharmacy and mm-hmm. book online. So you have to bring them to the big clinics. So I went to the one down in uh, uh, Sundance with uh, with my family, and my wife got it as well. So within a family group, you can get it all done there. But generally, that's the only place for the youngsters. And when you have a whole room, and I would say, oh man, there was probably 150 people in that room, uh, socially distanced, and it was a big, big room. They, they can facilitate it. The screams coming out of that room. Oh, it sounded like yeah, you had no idea yeah, what was going yeah. on. Uh, but fortunately, the kids didn't really key in or notice that. So we kept saying, oh, we're going to see the doctor. And uh, they were champs, a two-year-old and a three-year-old uh, getting the vaccination. Uh, but it, it was relatively quick once it happened. But uh, in and out took uh, 90 minutes Ooh. just to the sheer volume. So, so g- give yourself that time. My daughter my it. daughter passed out once after she Ooh. watched my son get his needle. So, yeah, it's... Uh, uh, you know, I think it's a smart thing that they send the young kids to a different location than like rolling them into the pharmacy at the superstore or something like that. Well, especially when they're little, you don't know what's going to happen. Exactly. It's 917. It's time for helicopter traffic for the spectacular savings event at Legends of Cornerstone by Truman. Save $40,000 off your condo purchase one day only October 24th. Visit TrumanHomes.com.